0: Jenny and Tressa hello and we are Monsters Lounge and we have a great show we have a really fantastic show and and I'm very excited and very curious it's uh, a You know what?
1: Before I get started, uh, I have a, a, a little bit of a correction to make from last week's show. <gasps> that is correct. <clears throat> My yeah. apologies to everyone. I just got really excited to talk about Old Greeny, <laughs> and I was talking about the wrong lake. He was from a Lake Chajujugi, whatever that place was called, <laughs> but that's a finger lake and was not man-made. Good job. Thank you. I did not practice. Uh, I was actually talking about Messy from Lake Murray. That's the <sighs> lake that was man-made. But old Greeny does exist in one of the Finger Lakes that I forget how to say. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Don't.
0: Oh, man. Don't go that's, back into ah, research. That's it. I'm done. Oh. No. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stay for tonight's guest, and that's it. So. <laughs> okay.
1: That's. All right, We're going to have fine. some
0: serious discussions later.
1: Oh, no. Because I've always
0: been accurate. A thousand percent accurate. I know that's ninety percent of the time. Because I'm not. Listen, let me tell you about our guest. Okay. All right. This man. He joined MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, in 1991, Mm -hmm. and has held the following positions: field investigator, training coordinator for field investigators, the assistant state director in Northern California, chairman of the AERC, which is the Abduction Experiencer Research Committee and team leader of the ART, which is the Abduction Response Team. Also during that time, he became a facilitator for an abduction support group in San Jose, California. And in 1994, he co-founded OPUS, which is the Organization for Paranormal Understanding and Support, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. Please help me welcome Lester Velez. Yay. Hey,
2: guys. Hello. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys.
1: Thank you for being here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. My now, admittedly, my specialty, I don't know, the the place where I spend the most time reading is going to be in cryptids and folklore and mythology, a little bit of high strangeness. But UFOs and aliens are something that I know a little bit about, but not very much. I, I don't do a lot of research into it. So when I'm looking at topics that you are versed in, the first things I see are hybrids and implants. And for me, I immediately go X-Files, which I know is not, you know, it, the documentary. that's not series. a documentary. <laughs> I, I know that that's not a documentary. So I am dying to know what are these things? What sort of experiences are there that you can think of that would explain to a newbie like me what's happening out there?
2: Well, it's 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 a very uh, uh, complicated uh, field to begin with. Uh, this phenomena has so many so many aspects to it that uh, once you, still go, you, you start going down the rabbit hole, there's so many avenues and little holes and, and uh, that you can take uh, to, to, to try to understand all of this. But the bottom line is, if you take one particular thing, such as you brought up the. Uh, The implant situation. Um, There's been quite a bit of research with regard to these implants and the the late uh, Roger Lear, Dr. Roger Lear, uh, was able to uh, uh, take 17 people that had these implants and they had them removed, okay? And let me read you some of the uh, findings that they actually had when they removed these things. First of all, uh, there was no inflammatory rejection reaction by the body to the foreign object, which is very unusual to begin with because, you know, you get a splinter in your finger. Right. It gets red and sore, you know, so you know right away. But evidently, there's not usually a a reaction to the body. There's no visible portal of entry, which is, again, another interesting factor. There's specialized uh, nerve endings surrounding the object. Which, again, you know, when you get a splinter, that doesn't happen. Uh, there's an outer coating of ceramic biological material. Uh, there's a metallic phase where inorganic metal becomes biological tissue, which is really bizarre. Uh, the, now, this is, a, this is a really interesting one. There's like emissions of radio waves, uh, which are deep space frequencies in the FM band.
1: What? The FM band?
2: So who's listening? Who's, who's monitoring these things? You know, that's, that's, that's a very interesting question in and of itself. There's a, a, a electromagnetic fields in excess of 10 milligauss. So these things are emitting energy. Uh, there's composition of meteoric iron 66. Now that in itself is, you know, why would it be this one particular uh, element? rare earth metals such as u-236 a single isotope of uranium existing by itself as well as elements such as uridium which is very rare uh, to find in our earth's crust uh, now the next one is a really interesting thing to me non-terrestrial isotopic ratios indicating the involved elements do not come from earth I love that. okay people say that we don't have evidence guess what we
1: very much yeah. do
0: so first of all how how large are these things usually i mean oh, oh i'm guessing gosh. not the size of a microwave
2: no i mean they're th- these are very in a millimeter range i mean these are like small a grain of very rice, very right? yeah like a grain of, okay. of, of, of uh, rice or something like that i mean they can be very small uh, they they come in various sizes they can be triangular in shape they can be cylindrical in shape they can be corkscrew uh there's been many that have and they're all over the body. I mean, in your arm, in your leg, in your thigh, uh, in your nose, uh, in your brain, uh, there's—they've been found all over the place. Uh, some of which you you, you know—you can't can't retrieve just because of where it's located. Um, so, the existence of carbon nanotubes. Okay, now this one particular patient uh, had these uh, this uh, thing removed and it was a carbon nanotube and this was done at a time when we 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 have now come up with carbon nanotubes Uh, but back when this all supposedly happened when he got the implant we didn't have that technology Um, there's gold spheres which have unknown function uh, which is another interesting thing metallic caverns that are no larger than a diameter of one atom um, and there's re- resistance to cutting by in ordinary techniques such as m- metallic sawing or severing with a cutting instrument. One of the specimens had to be cut with a laser. Um, so it goes on and on. And, and this was all analyzed by a very respected lab. Uh, and so when, when, when these debunkers talk about the fact that we don't have proof, guess what? We do have proof. We, there's yeah. something going on. now. Who has put those in, in the person? Is it yeah. extraterrestrials? Is it interdimensionals? Is it time travelers? Or is it our military? Uh, all the, is a possibility.
0: So going back just just to like rewind it. So they're found primarily or only in people who have been abducted.
2: Typically, Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Is that something that people automatically look for? Or is there like a, like a symptoms? Like, can you go to like the,
2: yeah you know,
0: diagnostic manual and, and be like, oh, maybe You're, we should look for this. Usually people, automatic?
2: Be, usually people that are having, uh, have an implant, uh, that may be causing an issue for them for whatever reason. Uh, okay. and then they go to the doctor and they say, you know, I've got this, uh, area here that that's giving me a problem and so they do an x-ray and they find that that there's something in there and then they 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 you know try to figure out well how did it get there well I don't have a recollection of ever having you know had an accident or something that might cause that to be there and so and there's been cases where uh, people have had an x-ray and they saw the object and then when they went to remove it it was gone uh, oh, because they, they, either. they came uh-uh. in, whoever had put those there, removed it, uh, before they had an opportunity to take it out. Um, and, and one of the things when people do come to us, our organization and say that they have an implant, I said, if it's not bothering you, I wouldn't remove it because a lot of times what happens is if it is removed, uh, it gets replaced. Yeah, and it gets replaced in a place that's even more difficult to to remove. <laughs> so,
1: oh,
0: yeah. So leave the first one. Don't don't yeah. wait until the yeah, one. yeah. Unless it's
2: bothering you, and then you can take it out, and mm-hmm. then you know, hope for the best.
1: Yeah. And we don't know what the looks, function is yeah. of these at all.
2: Well, I mean, there's a lot of theories with regard to it. Is it is it a tracking device? It, you know, is it monitoring some kind of? Uh, I've heard that. Uh, Uh, theories about the fact that it's monitoring pollution levels in our bodies, um, which is kind of interesting, Um, you know, or is it a way to control us in some way, shape, or form that we don't understand? You know, uh, so, you know, your guess is as good as mine and and nobody has a definitive answer for this.
1: Yeah. That's the nature of it, I guess. Oh
2: yeah. You
0: talk about them being like, like very rare metals or things Mm -hmm. that are not of, terrestrial origin Mm -hmm. you know and and you did the one of course the one elemental word that i pick up on is uranium because that's the only thing that i know Mm -hmm. like oh that's bad you shouldn't be around (laughs) that you know are there long-term effects do we know yet of having these sort of you've got a extraterrestrial sort of mineral metal in mm. you is there a long-term effect of that doing yeah
2: and, and i don't think anybody has done any 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 studies long-term studies with regard to the, to this because most of the people that uh, have had issues with them try to get them removed and mm-hmm. uh, and those people that haven't had issues um, you know they most of them don't even know they have it oh, <laughs> yeah
1: most of them That's don't even so. know they
2: have it you know, and and whether or not they come down with cancer because of the uranium or something like that, it's it's totally possible. It's totally po- and it's a good question. It's a very good question, uh, but there's has no, been no definitive research uh, in that regard.
0: Yeah, may, maybe I'm just feeling differently because I don't have something that might be tracking me or mm-hmm. measuring me in some way, but. Mm-hmm. Why is it my instantaneous thought would be like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm cool with you tracking me. I just don't want I just don't want cancer, man." Yeah. Oh, of course <laughs> that's not. Of course my immediate that's thought. Oh, of course like, not. Like you're I- going to see me anyway, so yeah. you're
2: going to
1: take one uh, of the two, yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, take her, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm volunteering no, someone. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean th- th- this field is just rife with questions uh and yeah. we, we don't have a lot of answers unfortunately well, that's why
1: you're here so we're gonna have to yeah. let you go um
2: <laughs>
0: yeah we're gonna need all of the answers from you by the end of the show so
1: <laughs>
2: yeah no. <laughs> no
1: so it no, sounds like it has like a power source inside of it like it's got to right it,
2: yeah well if it's transmitting yeah it's, it's, yeah it has it has a power source to, to be able to do that in some way shape or form that again we don't understand how it works i mean do we understand how these objects do what they do you know uh like the uh, tic tacs that the government talks about you know and these uh uh fighter pilots talk about you know how they can possibly do what they do and uh the the energy source uh is, is is something that we supposedly don't understand However, I had the opportunity to have lunch with Lou Elizondo uh, right before COVID shut everything down. And uh, he talked about the fact that they they think they understand how these objects uh, uh, are able to do what they do uh, with a power source that's very small, extremely small, and uh, and that they, they can actually manipulate time and space. Um, which is, you know, that's, mind, that's that mind-blowing. Part? Supposedly, you know, and he, he drew some diagrams and everything for us when we were talking to him at lunch. And so uh, the government knows a hell of a lot more than they're, oh. they're a- mm-hmm. allowing us to know. And, and And so I think that there's obviously some national security issues that are involved with this because we certainly don't want our enemies, whether it's the Russians or Chinese or North Koreans or Iran or whoever, to really understand that we might understand what's going on to a greater degree. Um, and, and, and we're also interfacing with these entities, okay? Whether it's extraterrestrial in nature or it's interdimensional in nature, there's a whole nother reality that exists which includes cryptids, you know, uh-huh. like like Sasquatch. You know, there is so many sightings of UFOs with regard to Sasquatch being sighted. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. I mean it 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 goes hand in hand, and and so and, and you know they are able to disappear in such a way that seems mind boggling. You know, somebody sees one, and then the next thing that you know they they try to track it, it would fo- follow the footprints, and then it's just gone. It's absolutely gone. Where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, so, yeah. and a lot of this is really interconnected. It's, it's, to- it's very much interconnected. And it, it really boils down to the fact that we're living in a certain reality and there's multitudes of other realities that exist, some of it which we see and some of which we don't see.
0: Yeah, what is it? Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said we understand. I was just watching a little clip of his the other day because I love him, and uh, he was talking about like we understand like four percent of the universe, like four percent.
2: Yeah, he's a guy that doesn't believe that you know we're we're being visited. By uh, extraterrestrials or, or non human intelligence. Yeah. You know, I, I, I I totally, I totally disagree with him on all of that. And there's so much evidence to the fact that, yes, this is going on. And now that we have, you know, Grush talking to the congressional committee with Mm -hmm, Graves mm -hmm. and, and, and such that, hey, we have crashed UFOs. We have alien bodies. Come on, people. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe he's still trying to buy, you know, espouse that theory that no, 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 they can't be here. They, it's not it's baloney. Oh, I still man. love me some. Uh,
0: he's
2: he's some a nice type guy. He's, he, 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 matter of fact, he I saw, things really well. I, I, I saw him. I saw him in Seattle at at a lecture and, and stuff, and it was very, you know, interesting. He did a great show, yeah. but I don't agree with a lot of what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Same. It's beyond me anyway. Oh my God. That's fascinating. It's, it's, mm-hmm. that's insane. It's fascinating. It's yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. There, there's so much going on now. Um, and, 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 and with the um, amount of, 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 uh, uh, media coverage that's going on now with regard to this whole phenomenon and people like yourselves and thank you ladies for what you do because it's very important that you're We're putting just a couple out
1: of jerks thank you <laughs> no 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 no
2: i mean it, it, what you're doing is very helpful to putting out the word and and getting uh, other people to understand that there is another reality that's happening whether you're talking about your cryptids your your poltergeist activity uh you name it It's all connected. It's all connected in some strange way that we truly just don't understand fully. (laughs) And so if we ever will understand it.
1: Right. And that's part of the fun. But at the same time, we want answers
2: oh yeah of course yeah of course everybody wants
1: answers and it's
0: interesting to think about and it's it's fascinating to think about you know um and and also like in everybody that we've talked to you know there is this certain level of there's there's more being talked about now and certainly trying to erase some of the stigma Surrounding things, and and as we talk about it, and as more people talk about it and come forward with experiences, you know, I I really feel like that starts to ebb. I mean, we're nowhere close to where it should be, but at least people are talking.
2: Yeah, and and that's a good point, uh, Jenny. That uh, there's been so much stigma attached to this phenomena. You know, uh, you know, people that are having these experiences, uh, they they're not able to uh, talk to family members oftentimes or their spouse or their uh, fellow workers or their clergy even and you know it, it, they're they're totally isolated and you know a lot of times they go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and they they wonder if they're going crazy and then they find out that they don't have a psychopathology and mm-hmm. and and so then what where where do they turn what do they do How, who do they talk to About these things and and so that's why we we basically started the the opus organization the organization for paranormal understanding sport to help these people and we've done it by basically having three things that we offer these people one is an international Confidential online support group where we have almost 400 people that are in the support group from all over the world, literally all over the world—from Africa, from Europe, from Asia, from South America, from North America—talking 24/7 about their 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 uh, experiences and asking questions, and uh, uh, they're able to do that on a regular basis, and that is proved to be one of the most helpful things for these people because they understand that they're not alone, that other people are having Mm -hmm. similar circumstances in their lives. And uh, we also have a referral network of mental health practitioners and hypnotherapists that if that's what they're looking for, we can point them in that direction. And then we have the third thing, which is sort of a triage group, which we call our EST or the Experiencers Support Team that talks to these people. And, and so you have a, a live body, you know, to talk to in our organization to find out what it is that they need and how, how we can possibly help them. So it's proved to be very good. And we've done, been doing this since 1994.
1: I can't imagine how helpful that would be for somebody that's for the longest time, it, no one would ever say anything, or they would be afraid mm-hmm. or would be laughed at. Right and exactly. now to have like a support system is amazing i love that so much yep. yeah and we do want to talk about that a little bit more
0: but if i don't ask about hybrids my brain might explode <laughs> yeah.
2: okay I, only i see it's starting to expand a little bit
0: here <laughs> it is it's expanding a little bit that's why i'm holding my hands sort of next to my head because it happens a lot i we're just gonna we're gonna hold that in there
2: okay and then... well I, the right. hybrid situation is very interesting um and I'm glad you brought it up. Um I uh, I actually knew a hybrid, a, wo- a woman that actually her organs were in different places in her body. What? And uh uh she she was a remarkable woman and um uh you know, one of the things that people talk about like in the scientific community is how do we tell that a person is a hybrid? because we don't have supposedly any uh, alien DNA to compare uh, these people. But these people that claim that they're hybrids have such a strong feeling about that, um, that it's overwhelming uh, for them. Uh, And uh, in, in the case of this particular woman, it was. It was just an amazing overwhelming factor for her and she totally knew that she was a hybrid there was no question about it in her mind Um, Mm -hmm. and um, all I can say about this is is the fact that in talking to experiencers that have had in the case of a woman having multiple hybrid children because they had taken her her egg and then they implanted her and, and she they removed the fetus, you know, after a short period of time. She had like, like 19 or 20 uh, children, and she visited these children on board the craft. Um, and then there was a man that I know uh, in our support group, actually, uh, that had a similar situation where they took his sperm, they impregnated a, a woman with his sperm. And the, the the children were presented to him afterwards, um, and um, and so what's the purpose of this? And, and that's the big question. Why why is this going on? And um, evidently, it, it it's a process that uh, uh, is is twofold. One is that, um, and and you hear these these uh, uh, things posited that one is is that it's nefarious in nature, okay? That they're, they're basically going to take over, okay, eventually, based on the fact that you and I could be hybrids, and so we will all have a similar mindset, uh, you know, at some point in time. Uh, and the other uh, factor is that uh, we're, we're basically, uh, they're trying to save their own civilization, by doing this hybridization process because they're dying off. And so they need to do something to prevent that. So they're gonna combine these things. It's so complicated. I mean, supposedly there's like 86 different races that are intervening in, 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 in this whole process. And some of them have negative uh, reasons to be here. Uh, some of them want us to be eradicated some of them want us to, to continue on. And, 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 and so those people are helping us to fend off these negative forces. Um, and uh, believe me, it, it is extremely complicated. Uh, the, you know, they have a hybrid process where the first generation doesn't look very much like you and I. But by the fourth or fifth generation of this hybridization process, they look like you and I. You can't tell them apart and so and i asked a question of, of one of the experiencers that had gone through this whole process i said what happens to these first and second or third generation people well they're doing they're doing jobs they're collecting samples of animals they're collecting samples of of bugs they're, whatever whatever is here on this planet and then they're seeding it on other planets in the universe <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it it gets to be so so complicated, and and that's the bottom line on this thing. It's very complicated.
1: Uh, yeah, it sounds like that's the bottom yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of them seeding other planets with stuff here. Is there yeah, stuff that yeah. great? Taking stuff yeah. from
2: here and seeding it in other places, and 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 I think also the the, the fact that. You know, one of the things that many experiencers come back after being abducted, they come back with a mindset that we have to be better stewards of the planet. Uh, We need to be better, better, better people to one another. Uh, We need to be more loving. These are all very positive things. And if we all, you know, every generation goes through that process, hopefully we'll get to the point where there won't be any wars, We'll be better to one another. Instead of spending all that money on, on the military, we won't need to anymore. You know, we can spend it on other beneficial things, you know. Of course, the one thing I always say with all this, this craziness that's going on, whether Russia or Ukraine or Israel and, and the Palestinians or North Korea and Iran, China and Russia, whatever... We should put the women in charge, I think, because yes. all all these damn things are caused by men. <laughs> yes. So really? girl, I mean, ladies, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> ladies, take over, please. Frickin' take you. over.
0: <laughs> all right. You heard him. You heard him right here.
2: Uh, right somewhat now, related
0: to
1: that oh, statement that is very true.
2: I'll vote Why for you. Why
1: aren't... <laughs> Thank you. You're talking to me, I'm sure. Why are they not abducting billionaires and making them see how terrible everything is? Because well, and, they are the, uh, like the worst of it.
2: Yeah, well, what, I, yeah. What, what, what's happening is that a lot of these people in high places are already been contacted and that they they already have a mindset. And I think it's, it's, it's going to take a little bit more time for that to really bubble up and, and come to fruition. Um, there's been, you know, okay, I'll tell you a little story. One, one of the, uh, one of the, um, uh, support group meetings, I, I facilitated a support group meeting in San Jose for years. And one day this woman in the, in the group said, I've seen you before. Oh, really at a UFO conference? No, I saw you on board the craft. I said, really? Oh, that's oh. interesting. And I kind of blew it off. And, uh, It was like a year, year and a half later that another person, totally different person said, I've seen you before. And I said the same thing where in a UFO conference. No, no, no. You were sitting on this bench naked on board the craft and you were freaking out. And they told me to go over to you to calm you down. And I said, Oh, really? So at that point I decided, okay, I'm going to go get regressed. And I had, Mm -hmm. I had three separate regressions and, um, did not find out anything along those lines. However, I had multiple past lives, multiple past lives. And reincarnation seems to be a universal mechanism that goes on. And many experiencers and many of these experiences talking to these entities talk about that, that reincarnation is a factor that goes on where your energy, your soul goes out there, comes back eventually, and so you never die, you never die. you know so are
0: some of these like uh, abductees and some of these experiencers have they had reoccurring lives where they've had multiple like like are they just being sort of tracked from life to life to life?
2: well the the, the question is well let me finish that story actually because oh sorry. I, that's I all got right. so no, excited. No, no. no, I know, but <laughs> but it, that's good. That's a good question. It was like subsequent to that revelation and all, all the things that I had gone through and the regression, I was talking to someone else and, and the person said to me, and this is really interesting, that person might have seen you in a past life where that had occurred. And so this is something that they're able to. They, whoever they are, uh, can manipulate space and time, and so it's totally possible that that had happened in a previous life, which I didn't. I didn't go into, and I never went back to uh, look at each one of those uh, those lifetimes that I had, uh, other lifetimes. And uh, but it's something that you know maybe someday I will, but right now, and. and what, what I've finally come to realize, I think, because you don't have a, a memory of it is that a lot of us don't have memories of having an experience. Okay. So I certainly don't have a conscious memory of it. And I believe, and this is, this is radical, that we've all had an experience, whether we know it or not. It is, it is something that is part of some mechanism that's going on right now. And so, I, I, you know, and the Roper organization back in 92 presented a, a, a poll where they, they felt at that time that six million people in the United States had, had had an experience. Now, fast forward in time, how many more people have been abducted? This is a worldwide phenomena, okay? So there's millions and millions of people that are having experiences, whether they consciously remember it or not. So, and I'm on this path. How how the hell did I get on this path? Why am I doing what I'm doing? I've I've tried to, sometimes, a couple of times, I've said, okay, I've had enough. I'm gonna get out of here, you know? Uh And I've been sucked back in. It's like, they're not letting me stop what I'm doing. This is my mission. This is my mission to to help people that are having these experiences.
1: Wow. That's wild to me. I wonder, like, in my mind, I think they'd be like, please stop that. We we're trying to get our work done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But they're like, no, 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 no. Help those guys so we can keep doing this.
2: Well, I think in one, one respect that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, people in the, in the uh, ufological field that have had issues with uh, the men in black or, or various governmental organizations that try to shut them down. I've never had any kind of thing like that happen. And I think what it is is that whoever they are are, are... are Thankful for what I'm doing because I'm keeping a lid on things, so to speak, because I'm helping these people and they're having been running to their congressman and and or, or their clergy or whoever to say, hey, this is going on. I, you know, this is crazy. We, we got to do something about this. It's it's interesting to me that uh, this has been going on and and that I haven't been pinged by the those entities if you will the three lettered organizations as to what what I've been doing I, they seem yeah, to be fine I, with it
1: that that is a lot and you know what we need to take a break and we're, so we're going to do that right now i have feel like i have more questions than i did That's before well yeah cuz you learn show. more
0: and now i uh, have all of these <laughs> other questions and and by Or maybe just
1: like uh, my brain is slowly (laughs) imploding. I mean, I didn't realize I didn't even Mm -hmm. I don't I didn't think that I never even considered past life abductions. And then having that go throughout your next life and the life after that, like just get me off this planet i don't want to come back here once i'm dead. <laughs> well you yeah, you, may, you may you may have, have a choice
2: evidently that you you can have oh. a choice as to where you incarnate um that that seems shark. to be uh, <laughs> i'd
1: like to be a shark
2: <laughs> well you want to be a shark i see i see I'd like that to be a shark. yeah i want to be an eagle so okay
0: <laughs> oh i like that choice too yeah. solid <laughs> House cat, I
1: guess. What's the laziest one? Oh, yeah, one?
0: I think you're pretty much already there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: So
0: you started off with, with MUFON as a as a field investigator. Right. You got into training,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is amazing, and then kind of ended up in being a part of the support group. Right. Right. And was that around the time there, there was an omega-3 study, which I read about? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and was that sort of around the same time as you starting in the support group arena?
2: Well, the, the scenario, uh, timeline on all of this is back in 2007, eight timeframe, um, I had, uh, gone to the international director of MUFON and, uh, who was James Carrion at the time and said, Hey, you guys, you guys are missing the boat on working with these, uh, people that claim that they've had experiences with non-human intelligences. Uh, you don't have a mechanism to work with them. And, uh, so what happened was that, uh, In in talking to them and working with them uh, they said okay uh, you have an organization that's handling things like that why don't we send you all the people that call us okay and so I was getting all the phone calls directed to me uh, from these people that were looking for help and so I I did that for a while and then um, they asked me okay we'd like to, to understand a little bit more about these abductees, these experiencers. So can you put a team together and, uh, put together a study, uh, on these people? So I did. And, uh, they funded it. Um, uh, and I, I got together a, a group of psychologists and, uh, we took 71 people, um, that claimed that they had experiences and 51 people as a control group. And, uh, we, we uh, had them uh, take nine different uh, psychological instruments uh, uh, and and we found some interesting things. one was the fact that none of them had any psychopathology. Number one, they oh. weren't crazy they weren't crazy and so that that, went, does
0: that cover does that cover like all all sorts of like
2: yeah. Just, uh, uh, you know, yeah. anxiety,
0: anxiety, depression, uh, abuse disorder, yeah. anxiety, all of those yeah. things. All, all, all,
2: interesting. Yeah. yeah, because we had nine different instruments, that uh, psychological testing that we did. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and that report, by the way, is on our OPUS website at opusnetwork.org. You can go into our articles and documents section and you'll, you'll see the full 28-page report on it. Um, so anyway, we found out that they didn't have a psychopathology. Uh, They were not fantasy prone, okay, which a lot of debunkers talk about that, oh, they must be fantasy prone. Uh, And a couple of other things that, uh, you know, people talk about sleep paralysis is is why this is going on. Well, two-thirds of all cases, whether in the bedroom or not, did not involve sleep paralysis, okay? Mm -hmm. And then the other other one is uh, uh, false memory syndrome, which is talked about a lot. Uh, well, the American Psychological Association or any other mainstream psychological diagnostic system is either ratified or proven such a diagnosis. So, you know, when you really start digging into this stuff, you, you find that uh, there's uh, a lot of reasons why these debunkers are full of it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to put it kindly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we also found that the uh, they all came back with a worldview that's, you know, wonderful. That uh, we 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 need to be better stewards of the planet, as I uh, said earlier. We need to be more loving. We need to be better to one another. I mean, those are wonderful things. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was like they weren't uh, malevolent, or they weren't beneficent. I mean, it was like a uh, sort of in the middle. A a, 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 yeah, kind of a neutral kind of a thing that was going on. Um, but the most interesting that thing we found was that there was a difference in the experiences in their temporal lobe activity. And uh, that's something that needs to be uh, further uh, studied. And a, uh, a gentleman at uh, Stanford University, uh, Gary Nolan, uh, who's a microbiologist, uh, has done some studies uh, with experiencers and they found after MRIs of their brains that in the area of the caudate and putamen, there was a lot more connections in these experiencers than in the, the uh, control group. And uh, because of that, they had these capabilities of telepathic communication psychic abilities and things of that nature so it's like there's an evolutionary process that's going on with these people and they they're able to connect with other people that have the same thing going on so eventually people that don't have that capability will probably not be around much longer and it'll be these people that have those kind of capabilities that will be here so it's like an evolutionary process that's happening so it's fascinating it's absolutely fascinating when you really start to dig in as to what what's what's going on and it's on a level that's mind-boggling I mean it's there's so much going on right now
1: once you said temporal lobe I was like oh did they have psychic abilities now (laughs) oh that's great I love that Mm mm-hmm there's a couple
0: of things that really strike me about that is, is one to have such a profound shift in, um, life outlook or life value
1: Mm -hmm. is
0: usually when you look at it from a psychological angle, it's usually precipitated by something very impactful happening like Mm an occurrence or, you know, uh, some sort of, Massive thing happens to you in order for that shift to happen. Maybe.
2: Ontological One shock. Ontological oh, there shock. That's, that's the terminology that's used often about about these experiences. There's an <laughs> ontological shock that occurs to these people. You know, it, what's really interesting is, is the fact that most people in the, in the beginning are absolutely full of fear. It's, 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 it's extremely stressful. Uh, type of a situation that goes on. However, eventually they come to accept what's going on. They come to be more comfortable with it. And then in the final phase, when it stops, it's almost like the Stockholm syndrome. How come they're not coming for me anymore? Don't they love me anymore? What's what, what's going on?
1: It, I did so much for them. Yeah,
2: exactly. I gave them Man. my, my sperm, my eggs, my, my blood, whatever. It's it just, my heart's
1: gonna leave me like yeah.
2: this. Hopefully, not your heart. Switched my
1: guts around. <laughs> no, but, yeah, it, it is. It's
2: it's an amazing process that goes on, and what I believe it is, it's a spiritual process that when they come out the other end end of this thing, that they have a totally different worldview, that they understand that we are not alone, that there's other things going on in 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 our existence in this reality uh that relates to other realities so it's 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 an incredible process
0: i'm a member of a group that talks about spiritual awakenings as a Mm -hmm. as a personality shift and that was the thing that i thought of immediately when you said that they had that profound Mm -hmm. change you know which is amazing but also for myself and people who also do not study, uh, uh, you know, brain stuff. Uh, the temporal lobe is is the is the more recent um, evolutionary sort of jumps, right? Like, just from what we know of in the decision making process, all of those things, it came after the lizard brain mm-hmm. sort of thing. That's so. That's what we're talking about, right? The shift in the temporal lobe.
2: Yeah, evidently there, there's somehow there's there's a shift with these people uh which we don't fully understand you know why why that has occurred uh is this something is this something that has been created uh eons ago in in a certain group of people Uh, you know people talk about why me okay why me and i i i have the feeling that there's been a long-term study that has been going on with us okay with them whoever them is and that uh, they check on a regular basis and so they come back year after year generation after generation because a lot of this is generational you know it's not just one person you know you 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 start talking to them they find out that their grandmother had an experience or their great-grandmother has had an experience and so they follow these generations. And so, uh, and people talk about, well, God, they're so smart. Why do they have to keep coming back? Why, you know, they, they, they'll take us and they'll do whatever they need to do with us and then they leave. Well, it's, it's like a school. Yeah. It... The next generation of aliens, if you will, I'll use that terminology. They need to teach the next generation what's going on and how to, how to deal with us. We're not at the top of the food chain folks. Mm -mm. There's, there's, there's a whole different layer that's above us that's doing this. I mean, think about the fact that when we go out to the ocean and pull a porpoise out of the, uh, out of the ocean and we measure them, we Mm -hmm. tag them. Okay. Implant tag them. Okay. We take blood samples. We might take Skin samples, we might do a whole bunch of different things to them. Then we throw them back in the water. We take them out of their environment, their reality, put them into our reality, on board the craft, okay, the boat. And then we throw them back in, and a year later we come back, and we we find the same one, and we measure him again. Okay, he's grown two inches. His blood is just as good. Uh, and, and, and so they've been able to uh, track him because of the tag that's on him. So it's like it's very mm-hmm. similar. It's very similar.
1: I gotta tell you this story real quick. The first time I found my distrust of Neil deGrasse Tyson is when he said that aliens so shh he, he said so nice. <laughs> aliens would never come here. They're smarter than us. We're like bugs to them. And I was watching him say this with my seven year old son and my seven year old son was mm-hmm. like, That is so stupid people love bugs collect yeah. them study them <laughs> yeah. why would they not do that yes
2: exactly. yes it's so obvious a, your son is very smart yes he very was very smart <laughs> that that is that is good that is i have to yeah. remember that i might have to use that one please do Get oh yes what, what's your what's yeah. your son's name what's your son's name baron Barron. Oh, great. Okay, I'll have to use that. Baron. Yeah. So this guy, k- kid I knew. <laughs>
0: That's well, great. it's true. And, yeah. and not only that, but we study groups of animals generationally. You know, sure. you study exactly. a family of animals, it's the whole family, and you continue to study. You exactly. Know? So it's, that it's makes perfect all sense. all
2: absolutely the same thing going on, folks. It's the same thing. That I'm pretty sure about.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes perfect
2: sense. Yeah. And we're also
1: coming at it with our human brain. So Mm -hmm. it could be so much more and better and different than that. But for our perspective, that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. 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 that perception of it, it could be completely different than what we see. But sure. This is what we see. I love, I love this idea of the support groups and, and the people being able to talk about experiences that have happened to them when you sort of co-founded like Opus Mm -hmm. um, was, is it very specific towards people who have experienced abductions or anything like that? Or, or does it kind of cover a lot of paranormal things? What is it?
2: Yeah, no, that's a good question. And, and uh, what, you know our our philosophy was if you look at our mission statement you know mm-hmm. we we talk about you know whether it's kundalini awakening spiritual awakening poltergeist activity you know anything in the paranormal realm uh we are open to however having said that uh, most of the people that come to us for whatever reason seem to have had contact with these non-human intelligences and so we've 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 basically ended up focusing oh. on that. But we also, if somebody comes to us, you know, and, and claiming that they're they have demon possession, or, or or poltergeist activity, we can refer them to organizations that we we are affiliated with, and and we can point them in the right direction. Okay, go here, contact these people. And uh, we don't we don't internally have that kind of knowledge, but we can point people in the right direction.
0: Oh, that is phenomenal. The website I I looked at is beautifully laid out. It's very easy to interact with from from what I could tell. I liked it. Um, But again, I'm a big fan of like any kind of support group whatsoever, if you.
1: And Jenny loves
0: a well-laid-out website. I do. I really do. When they're easy to navigate, I'm happy because if it's difficult, then I just don't do it.
2: Right. Life,
0: life, trough.
2: Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. Glad you like it.
0: So you have a lot of activity as far as having people. You said something like 400?
2: Right now, right. Almost 400 people from all over the world. Africa, South Africa. Asia, Europe, uh, we even have a person from Iran in the group, (laughs) which is interesting. Uh, Can we have
1: the directory of all these people and their phone numbers and
2: addresses? (laughs) No.
1: We're conducting a study. Uh, Oh, you're good. I
0: tried to get you. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) She almost got me. I was like, well, I got some stuff you can have.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we we try to keep it as confidential as possible in this world of scams and, you know, people hacking websites. Matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know that the uh, MUFON website was hacked big time. I did not know uh, this. The the CMS uh, system is shut down right now. Uh, They they can't bring it back up. Uh, I don't know if they've been uh, asked to... uh, give somebody money to get it back online but uh i haven't heard any more details i'm uh, by the way just for total transparency i am uh, a member of the MUFON ERT their experiencer resource team as a research consultant So I'm still involved with MUFON in that regard. I'm not a field investigator anymore. I haven't been a field investigator for years and years. Uh, But I'm a regular (laughs) member of MUFON. I pay my dues and get my journal. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's a good organization. And and so hopefully they can get that uh, situation squared away. But, uh, yeah, they they were hacked big time.
1: Oh, wow. That happened at a job I worked once. It was rough. Oh, yeah. Listen, we got to wrap it up. Oh, no. Now that you mentioned I MUFON, know. <laughs> I want to hear all the stories about MUFON, uh-huh. but we have to wrap it oh. up. Do you have anything else you want to plug, any websites or anything? Sure,
2: sure, absolutely. Um, uh, first of all, thank you guys very much uh, for having me on your thank show. You. really appreciate it. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, people like yourselves that are doing shows like this are, are very important. So keep up the good work. Uh, That's very important. Um, Yeah, so what Opus is all about is helping people. So one of the ways we do that is uh, uh, by having a referral network, an online support group, and a triage group. But, of course, as a nonprofit organization, a 501c3, we depend on donations. So if you go to our website at opusnetwork.org and take a look at it, uh, there's a lot of good information there. We have interviews that actually I have done with a number of people. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, you can see that on our website as well as on our YouTube channel, which is if you go to Opus Separate Word Network, you can see all, all the interviews that I've done thus far. And the last one I just put up uh, today actually of a gentleman that is in our support group who is an experiencer and had an incredible explanation of the hybrid situation so if you want to oh, check yeah. that out it's really interesting it blew me away absolutely blew me away um yeah. we're also looking for more therapists whether you're uh, a a a licensed mental health practitioner or a certified uh, hypnotherapist, we're always looking for people like that. And uh, let me quickly say on the YouTube channel, please subscribe. Please hit the like button. We need all the subscriptions we can get because then we can maybe generate some funds out of there. Those YouTube people.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, anyway i think um that's pretty much it what i wanted to cover and again Mm -hmm. thank you guys Uh, it was been fun it's been really good and uh maybe we can do it again sometime oh you have to come back what one 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 more thing oh please yeah of course one more thing Uh, uh produced a book two years ago called the unknown other And the existential proposition of alien Mm -hmm. contact, which covers a lot of the uh, psychological and physical manifestations that these experiences are going through with a lot of other things, along with like 25 other stories from experiencers and telling their stories that uh, these people are in our support group. So it's rather fascinating, and this one especially, who I did the interview with, and it's on YouTube right now. Adam Burns uh, talked about the uh, uh, hybrid situation. It, it's fascinating. You got to check it out. It's really good.
1: We'll have links to the book and the websites and the YouTube and everything, so people can find it really easily. Oh, great! This has been great. Oh, this has been wonderful.
0: Uh, it's super. Yeah, I'm very excited. The book's on my reading list. I. I always like talking to the person before I read the book because otherwise, then I have these preconceived sort of notions yeah. uh-huh. in my head. Um, but I'm very excited about about that, and very excited. Please, you know, support the support groups. Honestly, um, yes, thank Did you. They thank do you. so much good. Thank you so much for having the group. Thank you for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's phenomenal.
2: Oh, thank you so much. It's it's been so fun. It's been yeah. really a lot of fun, and I, I again, I I think you guys are doing a fabulous job. Keep it up.
1: Ah, thank, thank you. you, everybody else. We'll see you next week. Uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, uh, do all the things, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>